words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts lead us to you, Lord our God. Amen. Raise your hand if you wake up about 5.30 in the morning, give or take. And I knew there'd be a lot of you. Yep, me too. Um, and some of you are looking at me like, ugh. But I usually wake up around 5.30 in the morning, give or take. And I start my day with the Holy Trinity, which is coffee, prayer, and exercise. <laughs> After this quiet, centering start, I am off to the races of the family morning routine, then out of the house for a day of work, school, the wide and wild world. About 12 to 13 hours after waking, I come back home. I usually look like a person in a movie who's been on a big shopping spree balancing a tower of bags. I plunk down my backpack, my lunchbox, the stack of books I picked up for free at school, the groceries I grabbed on the way home. Then I kick off my shoes, I take off my big hoop earrings, I take off my blazer or sweater if it's colder, and I put on this. The pink apron that my friend Susanna gave me when we ran PTO teacher appreciation dinners together. When I put it over my head, it announces, I'm home. The day is over. I lay aside one way of being, and I take on another way of being. As I read the line in tonight's gospel from John, Jesus got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around his waist, I thought about my evening ritual. The gospel story begins much like my day does, with a big hubbub at this festival meal that Jesus is at. Jesus and his disciples are reclined, plunging bread into savory dips, and passing platters stacked with meat. Conversation fills the room, punctuated with laughter. But in the midst of the bustle, Jesus wordlessly lays aside his outer robe and takes on a towel, tying it around himself. We know what comes next. He washes the feet of his disciples. This was the most menial task for any servant. In fact, it was so menial that foot washing was not required of a Jewish slave. Sometimes I wonder, in our culture of flip-flops and pedicures, and with our yearly foot washing ritual, if we're a little desensitized to how truly intimate and personal the nature of this act was for Jesus and his disciples. Perhaps we should think about tonight's foot washing as if our vestry and our clergy stood up in the middle of the 150th celebration party in February and wordlessly began to floss the teeth of the party goers. <laughs> Do you think people would notice? Do you think a silence might have descended upon the crowd? This is precisely what happened as Jesus began to wordlessly wash the feet of his disciples. Jesus just let the act of washing speak for itself. 
The once boisterous room is now silent until Peter breaks it with protests and proclamations. But Jesus persists, finishes washing everyone's feet, rises, puts on his robe, and returns to recline at table. Now it's Jesus' turn to break the silence, asking, do you know what I have done? In other words, do you see what I have laid aside? And do you see what I have taken up? No one answered him. And so Jesus explains that what he laid aside were the hierarchical expectations of the world outside that room. The expectation that some people earn and deserve more, better respect than others. The expectation that says disciples are to serve teachers and servants are to attend to masters. That is what Jesus laid aside. What he takes up through his silent action is service to one another. And in case the disciples misunderstood, Jesus is very clear. It's not that the disciple is now greater than the master. It's not that the servant is the greater. What he takes up is humble service to one another. Mutuality. At the close of the story, Jesus commands, mandates, that's where we get our name Maundy Thursday, Mandate Thursday from. Jesus commands, just as I have loved you, you should also love one another. Just as I have laid aside the rules and hierarchy of the world and taken on love, so should you. The love Jesus speaks of here is in Greek, agape. Martin Luther King spoke extensively about agape love. King notes that it is not some sentimental or affectionate love. This is not the love of our Valentine's Day cards. Agape does not discriminate between worthy and unworthy people. Jesus washed the feet of John, the beloved disciple, and of Judas, the betrayer. This is a deeply difficult call for us in the age of dueling Lauren signs, Fox versus MSNBC, and general political vitriol. Jesus calls us to take up a love that is not connected to approval or to disapproval. It is only connected to the humanity of the other person. Agape is not a weak, passive love. It is love in action, which is precisely what Jesus told the disciples in our story tonight when he said, if you know these things, you're blessed if you do them. It's not the knowing, it's the doing. We have to lay aside just thinking about acceptance or the good of our neighbors, and we have to take up the doing the accepting and working for the good of the human person, whether they do or do not agree with us. Finally, agape love has a willingness to go to any length to restore community. King reminds us the cross is the external expression of the length 
to which God will go to restore human community. The remainder of our liturgy tonight reminds us about Jesus' call to lay aside the logic of hierarchy, importance, and self-interest, and to take up agape love. After the passing of the peace, we'll lay aside our shoes and wash one another's feet. We will then lay aside our separateness from one another and take up the shared table and the shared meal of Eucharist. And finally, at the close of the night, we will lay aside the altar, candles, and cloths, and we will strip the altar in preparation to take on Good Friday and the remembrance of Jesus' cross, which is the sign of the length God will go to to restore community. May the things that you lay aside each day and the things that you take up in the rhythm of your life serve as your own personal daily ritual. A ritual that calls you to lay aside the world's hierarchical thinking and to take on Jesus' thinking and modeling of radical agape love.